welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is our first in the year 2019. It is January 2nd, 2019. And today's poem is by William Carlos Williams, who lived from 1883 to 1963. He's most famous for poems like The Red Wheelbarrow, which I've read on the show before, as well as his collection Spring and All and Patterson. He was a doctor a physician who also worked as a poet uh, living up in New Jersey, and he's most commonly associated with literary poetic movements like modernism and imagism. The poem I'm going to read to you today is called Burning the Christmas Greens, one of a number of poems I'm going to read this week that will take us up through the 12th day of Christmas. So here it is, Burning the Christmas Greens by William Carlos Williams. Their time passed, pulled down, cracked, and flung to the fire. Go up in a roar, All recognition lost, burnt clean, clean in the flame. The green dispersed, a living red, flame red, red as blood wakes on the ash, and ebbs to a steady burning, the rekindled red become a landscape of flame. At the winter's midnight, we went to the trees, the coarse holly, the balsam, and hemlock for their green. At the thick of the dark, the moment of the cold's deepest plunge, we brought branches cut from the green trees to fill our need and over doorways, about paper Christmas bells covered with tinfoil and fastened by red ribbons, we stuck the green prongs. In the windows hung woven wreaths, and above pictures the living green. On the mantel we built a green forest, and among those hemlock sprays put a herd of small white deer, as if they were walking there. All this, and it seemed gentle and good to us. Their time passed, relief, the room bare. We stuffed the dead grate with them upon the half-burnt-out log's smoldering eye, opening red and closing under them, and we stood there looking down. Green is a solace, a promise of peace, a fort against the cold, though we didn't say so, a challenge above the snow's hard shell. Green, we might have said, that where small birds hide and dodge and lift their plaintive rallying cries, blocks for them and knocks down the unseeing bullets of the storm. Green spruce boughs pulled down by a weight of snow, transformed. Violence leaped and appeared. Recreant roared to life as the flames rose through and our eyes recoiled from it. In the jagged flames, green to red, instant and alive. Green, those sure abutments, gone, lost to mind, and quick in the contracting tunnel of the great appeared a world. Black mountains, black and red, as yet uncolored, and ash white, an infant landscape of shimmering ash and flame, and we in that instant lost, breathless to be witness, as if we stood ourselves refreshed among the shining fauna of that fire. As I was reading this poem just now, I was wondering whether listeners, whether you were thinking, well, that sounds like a depressing poem or not, Um, whether it was sounded harsh or tragic or something like that, or dark, I guess maybe is, is the way of putting it. And I was wondering how, one, my reading was coming across, and then two, you know, when you can't look at the poem and you can't really sort of rest in it, wrestle in it, linger in it, does it feel more dark than it really is? But that's sort of the way great poetry works, right? There's, there's the first impression, and we all will have different sorts of first impressions about something. The more you spend time in it, the more you linger in it, the more you converse with it the more those, your first impressions are set aside. Um, not invalidated or validated exactly, but you set them aside and you spend more time with it and you begin to explore deeper. And, and William Carlos Williams is so great at presenting these, these really vivid images that on the surface at first 
hard to know what to make of. I mean, the Red Wheelbarrow is a great example of that, right? But then it's a seven-line poem or whatever it is, and it turns out to be about so much more than it seems like on the surface. You look at the, the line in this poem about um, the living red, the green dispersed, a living red, red flame, red as blood wakes on the ash. That, for me, at least calls to mind the idea of, uh, you know, holly berries or something like that that are on on the greenery of, of Christmas that are growing in there. Um, so there is this, this sense of, um, the, the red embers of flame and the destruction of flame, but then there's also the sense of life that that image conjures for me. Um, there's this sense of, of life of in, in, in as much as fire can be restorative, um, the cleansing. And so we get at the end, we get at the end, um, we in that instant lost breathless to be witnesses as if we stood ourselves refreshed among the shining fauna of the fire, shining fauna of the fire, refreshed among the shining fauna of that fire is one of my very favorite lines of poetry. It's really incredible, um, the, the complicated nature of that line, the, the ideas that he gets across. I mean, it sounds beautiful just off the bat, but it's also extremely complicated in terms of the ideas that it's presenting, the way it's exploring these, uh, these sort of seemingly contradictory ideas and that's the beauty of poetry right the, the ability to to slide between different ideas um to what seem like contradictions and and kind of unite them through an image and I, and I think william carlos williams is great at that i think this poem is great at that and i think that the christmas season is in some ways about that um informed by that certainly um i could talk about this poem for a long time but instead for the sake of time i will go ahead and read it to you one more time since it's not terribly short. But again, Burning the Christmas Greens by William Carlos Williams. Their time passed, pulled down cracked and flung to the fire, go up in a roar. All recognition lost, burnt clean, clean in the flame, the green dispersed, a living red, flame red, red as blood wakes on the ash, and ebbs to a steady burning, the rekindled bed become a landscape of flame. At the winter's midnight, we went to the trees, the coarse holly, the balsam, and the hemlock for their green. At the thick of the dark, the moment of the cold's deepest plunge, we brought branches cut from the green trees to fill our need. And over doorways, about paper Christmas bells covered with tinfoil, and fastened by red ribbons, we stuck the green prongs. In the windows hung woven wreaths, and above pictures the living green. On the mantel we built a green forest, and among those hemlock sprays put a herd of small white deer, as if they were walking there. All this, and it seemed gentle and good to us. Their time passed. Relief. The room bare. We stuffed the dead grate with them upon the half-burnt-out logs, smoldering eye, opening red and closing under them, and we stood there looking down. Green is a solace, a promise of peace, a fort against the cold, though we did not say so, a challenge above the snow's hard shell. Green, we might have said, that where small birds hide and dodge and lift their plaintive rallying cries, blocks for them and knocks down the unseeing bullets of the storm. Green spruce boughs pulled down by a weight of snow, transformed. Violence leaped and appeared. Recreant roared to life as the flame rose through and our eyes recoiled from it. In the jagged flames, green to red, instant and alive, green, those sure abutments gone. Lost to mind, and quick in the contracting tunnel of the grate appeared a world. Black mountains, black and red, as yet uncolored, an ash white, an infant landscape of shimmering ash and flame. And we, in that instant, lost, breathless to be witnesses, as if we stood ourselves refreshed among the shining fauna 
of that fire. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another one.